This Dharma talk by Joan Sutherland, Whole Mind, was originally given at Cerro Gordo Temple in Santa Fe, New Mexico, in July 2008. These are the notes of a talk from 2008, the recording of which is lost. Last weekend, I was teaching in Carmel on the central California coast. There were 1,500 wildfires burning up and down the state, including several serious ones right there in Big Sur and the Ventana wilderness behind it. Things felt a little apocalyptic. The sea was glassy and gray and thick like quicksilver. The sky was the same color where it wasn't brown, and in the evenings it turned a very wrong shade of pink. During the day, the sun was a sickly smudge behind the smoke, and ash fell like rain, like petals of skin. Tassajara, the oldest Buddhist monastery in the Americas, was threatened, and when they evacuated most of the residents, Some monastics came to our day in an art gallery with the koans. It was good to be able to offer them a temporary sanctuary, or at least a hot lunch. Until last year, I'd lived my whole life in California within a few miles of the Pacific Ocean. Being back there during the fires reminded me of how beautiful that landscape is, and how sorrowful sometimes, too. Tonight we're remembering Jenny Turner, one of the founders and sustainers of this community, who died a year ago. Beauty and sorrow in that remembering as well. How do we hold both, not only when there are calamities and deaths, but every day, since that is the everyday condition of being alive? One of my hosts in Carmel works at Tor House, the home that the poet Robinson Jeffers built on the Carmel headlands. Literally built, he rolled each stone up the cliff from the beach and placed it in the walls. He and his family lived there for decades, the compound with its beautiful garden and wide view of the sea, growing as the family did. The land was being developed for a golf course when Jeffers bought it, the only time I've ever heard a development story go in that direction. They saw a number of wildfires over the years, and Jeffers wrote a poem about one. Fire on the Hills The deer were bounding like blown leaves under the smoke in front of the roaring wave of the brush fire. I thought of the smaller lives that were caught. Beauty is not always lovely. The fire was beautiful. The terror of the deer was beautiful. And when I returned down the black slopes after the fire had gone by, an eagle was perched on the jag of a burnt pine, insolent and gorged, cloaked in the folded storms of his shoulders. He had come from far off for the good hunting, with fire for his beater to drive the game. The sky was merciless blue and the hills merciless black. The somber feathered great bird sleepily merciless between them. I thought painfully, 
but the whole mind, the destruction that brings an eagle from heaven, is better than mercy. Beauty is not always lovely. To say that the terror of the deer is beautiful is to wrench us into a different relationship with beauty. It asks us to remain faithful to the deer, to keep our hearts open, even when doing so causes us pain. Her beauty is unconditioned. If we delight in the doe springing up the hill with her fawn, we won't abandon her as she runs under the smoke, fear in her eyes. Our eyes remain faithful to her Tathagata, the absolute isness of her, which is the deepest beauty there is. The whole mind is better than mercy. Yes, and as Jeffers also says, it can be painful to encounter this. I don't think he means that we should repudiate mercy, but that there is something larger even than the big ideas like mercy and salvation, something eternally rolling in and rolling out, something deeper than our opinions about beauty, not identical with our idea of what our interests are, or even what the interests of others might be. This larger thing contains mercy and salvation, and a whole lot else, some of it terrifying in its impersonality. It is the Tathagata of the universe, and sometimes, as on a fire-blackened hill, we stand undefended before it. But not at its mercy. We are, after all, part of that Tathagata, and we have something to bring to it, the warmth and the faithfulness contained in that one word, painfully. It would be an implacable world without our willingness to hold ourselves undefended until we can hold both the Tathagata of the universe and the deer in our careworn and luminous hands. There isn't a lot of extra square footage in the Jeffers home, as you can imagine with a house built of stones carried up from the beach. Downstairs is a modest living room, kitchen, and bath. A dining room was added in later years. The whole family slept upstairs, and Jeffers' writing desk was up there as well, facing away from the too compelling sea. There was one more thing, a small bedroom like a ship's cabin, right off the living room. It was their guest room and the place Robin and his wife Una made love while the boys slept upstairs. When he built it, Jeffers said that he had another purpose in mind, too. It was the room he would die in. Forty years later, it was. And so for four decades, the room of his dying was right off the living room in that house. Some of us know that room for ourselves because of things like chronic illness or trauma or a melancholy turn of mind. Others of us have to do a bit of work to admit that it's there. If we keep the door to that room cracked open, we might be able to relax the constant effort of turning away. 
we might discover the simplicity, the consolation even, of understanding that one day we will go into the next room and lie down a last time in a familiar bed next to a familiar sea. Jeffers included his death right from the beginning. He included the whole mind every day. He lay with his beloved there. This is the exchange we make with eternity. We offer our warmth and our faithfulness. We receive a large view, spacious as the ocean, and a heart capable of being broken open and staying that way. These talks are made available through your donations to Cloud Dragon, the Joan Sutherland Dharma Works. To learn more about her teachings and to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our donate page at joansutherlanddharmaworks.org.